Okay, class, phones away. I hope everyone read chapters four and five on Buggy D. Clown is the future king of the pirates. Justin, why is your hand up? I just wanted you to know that I already took the liberty of reading the next eight chapters and completed all the homework for them. Justin, stop being such a fucking loser. Put your... Stop that. Well, I'm certainly confused as to what made you go so above and beyond. I think he does it to escape his sad life. Yo, what? You want to cash his hands, Timmy? Uh, Okay, okay. Calm down. Timmy, don't antagonize. But Justin, if there's one thing you should learn from this class, it's that no one likes losers that read more than they need to. (laughs) Got him. Sick burn, teach. Thanks. Okay, so let's turn to page 45 and learn about the nine ways Lasso the Gundog is actually the best One Piece character. Lasso the Gundog, <laughs> baby! Um, actually, uh, Funkfree the Elephant is the best One Piece character, sir. Shut up, Justin. Don't even bother coming to class. No one appreciates my efforts. <laughs> I, was like, I was waiting for you to do anything on that one. <laughs> I'm gonna be real. Uh, the second you pointed out that I messed up my bit here, I I, I lost it. I was like, "See, Jordy, we told you this is what happens when you tell us. This is what happens when we tell. We told you if you write a script and then you end the script with improv from here, the bit falls apart every time." Lasso the goddamn gun dog. All right, yeah. So uh, it's 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 a little late for us, but we're we're here. We're 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 doing a recording. Uh, it's an understatement. It's midnight. <laughs> they don't need to know. They they do though. I waited so long for you, Justin. <laughs> well, I was here before Brendan, though. Well, we yeah we did we did end up waiting for Brendan because he took a detour on his way. I didn't take a detour. What are you talking about? You took a detour to the movie theaters. Well, I, I don't, I don't like how, the way you were like putting that. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all made it sound like we were doing an eleven a.m. Ca- or eleven p.m. cast, no matter what. So I was just like, all right, well then, I, I'm, a, I'm about bounce and go yet, see a movie. What time is it? Eleven twenty-seven. <laughs> was it enlarged due to me? Yes, uh, I was yeah, here. Yeah, we were all here at ten thirty, pretty much. I scarfed down my food by ten thirty, and I was here. The most important thing is that we're all here and we're all here together we're so that we can experience this. <laughs> you know who you Christian, are. get the rope. We're, we're going to sink them. All right. So oh. uh, we're, we're, we're going to be honest. We're not really sure how uh, how this cast is going to play out. There's a lot that that happens and gets dropped in these four episodes. There, there's quite a bit. Um, so uh, before we get to like the nitty gritty of like our thoughts and whatnot, let's just go straight to the summary and, and, and crank that out. So without further ado. <clears throat> It's been two days since Eni's lobby. The crew find themselves back at Water 7 while Frankie announces that he's planning on building a new ship with the same rare wood used to build Roger's ship, and he wants them to sail it across the world. Unfortunately, before they can fully rejoice, they're interrupted by the arrival of Vice Admiral Garp. But in a twist of fate, he isn't there on official business. In fact, it's revealed that he's actually Luffy's grandfather. And if that weren't enough, he also mentions that Luffy's father is none other than the world's most wanted criminal, Dragon, leader of the Revolutionary Army. Now with Luffy awake, the entire island of Water 7 gathers to celebrate. Robin, however, is approached in secret by Admiral Aokiji, who expresses his doubts. Whether he should have let her escape during the Ohara incident, if he really did need to kill his good friend Saul, and if he should still continue to let her live, or let her enjoy the life that he inadvertently stole from her. Meanwhile, on the other side of the ocean, two emperors of the sea are in talks, much to the dismay of the world government. Shanks is asking Whitebeard to call back Ace because finding Blackbeard will not end well for anyone. He doesn't mention why, but Whitebeard refuses to acknowledge his request anyway. So... Any questions? <laughs> where, where, where do you guys want to start? What do, you guys, like, do, do, do you have a particular one you want to just jump in at? We could just follow I, the script. I do want to make a statement. The, the, the one spoiler that I knew ahead of time, because fuck you, TikTok, and scrolling randomly, and all of a sudden, boom, spoilers. It was Dragon, right? Yeah, it was Dragon. I knew about Dragon for a while, but Garp! You've been getting in a lot of trouble lately, haven't you? Luffy. Grandpa? Uh, 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 what? 
what the fuck? <laughs> as soon as that happened, I went, wait, wait, what? <laughs> Dude, the best part about this is that, like, at one point, like, Kobe, who's, oh, by the way, are we happy to see our boy? Hell they had yeah. the biggest glow up ever. Damn right. <laughs> it's been, like, four months. <laughs> four months. I just want to. I just want to rewind quickly mm-hmm. to. Uh, I also knew Dragon was Luffy's father. Mm. Unfortunately, I also spoiled for myself this grandpa uh, drop. You got. How did you pull that one off? Uh, <laughs> Let me spin you a yarn. <laughs> some r- risky googling. You fool! That, that I didn't, that I didn't think at the time would be risky googling. Absolute <laughs> fool! I couldn't. There was a time where I don't, I don't remember when it was, what it was, why I needed this information, but I was, I forgotten Garp's name at the time, and oh, so I went, no. I went dog-headed marine guy mm-hmm. <laughs> in Google, <laughs> and it spit back. I mean, it spit back a few different things at me, but I searched images to try and be a little safer. Not that that helped. <laughs> <laughs> and I clicked on the picture of the guy that I knew was was the dog-head guy I was looking for, mm-hmm. and it said, and, and it said. At the top, uh, the title of the wiki, Monkey D. Garp. Yeah. <laughs> it do be that way. And uh, I stopped reading and I went, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> do you do you have like a small timeline of when this happened out of curiosity? Uh, I It would have been, it probably would have been around the time that we saw the Helmeppo and Kobe training arc because that's the last time we saw Garp. Man, in the so show, y- you've been sitting on this for a minute. Yo, proud yeah. of you. Happy for you, man. You're, you're well, a good person. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, well, there's no other time to bring it up. I knew I just needed to wait for <laughs> the day that it got dropped in the show so I could reveal my shame to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. I love the I love the part too that the only reason that they're here, Garp, uh, Helmeppo, and Kobe, is because Helmeppo and Kobe specifically requested that they go visit the Straws while they're here. Garp had no intention of coming here. He was just they they just so happened to be in the area and they were like, "Yo, but Dad, can we go?" Though? Yeah. <laughs> This is this is Shindari Garp though. He wanted to go, but he didn't want to be the reason that they go. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is hilarious because he came but. there and he wanted he wanted love from his grandson, but all he did and he was got yell and none beat of the sh- Yeah, and he got none of it, so fucking walks in pounds fuck the door not the door i'm sorry the he wall, just breaks the into the wall because he's a madman while luffy is asleep jumps at him and beats him over the head then proceeds to beat the fuck out of him and then in true uh monkey d family fashion they just both pass out in the middle of said beatdown <laughs> because so he so wakes just- up first and he's like you 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 be awake when i'm beating your ass <laughs> completely un- unaware of him just waking up and falling asleep as well so so quick question for the mm-hmm. name so correct me uh dragon's full name is is it monkey d dragon yes correct yes okay so the surnames do exist like the you know like monkey is equivalent to their last name. their last yes name. okay yeah. That makes more sense. And then uh, in addition to uh, we got plenty of Garp just exposition drop over his his brief time with us. Oh, God. But, uh, I, that's actually one of my quotes where he's like th- th- they're talking. He goes, hmm, maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you guys all just forget that? Yeah, I he said says, anything. I take all of that back. Forget I said anything. And even the Marines in the background are just like, what? <laughs> And in I true have, One Piece faction. The Marines were how I felt while watching this. <laughs> where I'm just like, there's so much happening. What? He's his grandpa? He's or he's his dad? Well, I knew about that. But like, they're revealing it? Oh my god. <laughs> the Yonko? Why did you not use the door, sir? Uh, you can't make a grand entrance without breaking a wall. <laughs> Damn it, you stole my other quote. Th- these are the only Marines that can talk back to their uh, commanding officer and not, and not get catch killed. a bullet to the grove. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and not literally get, get a killed. bullet to that. No, dude, there was that one Marine in the back after he was like, all right, man, I want you to rebuild this wall. And then they're like, okay, we'll do it. 
If you were gonna have us fix it, why'd you break it in the first place? Because walking through a door doesn't make much of an impression. The only impression you're making here is a bad one. Okay, we'll fix the wall, but it's your fault, so you gotta help us. What? All right. Understandable. I'll do it. <laughs> But uh, in addition to all of his expedition job, we can talk about Garp for a minute. The dude uh, was uh, not only a massive hero of the Marines and Luffy's granddad, but he also like squared off against Goldie Roger back mm -hmm, in the day. And he almost captured him on a, num a number of occasions. But uh, here, let's let's cover some of the earlier topics really quick. So you got uh, Water 7, they're rebuilding. The Galley Law people are fixing everything up. Uh, Frankie comes in at the start of all of these episodes, by the way, uh, with a big fat, uh, knowledge drop about what he spent the 200 million buckaroos on. And unfortunately, Devin, I'm sorry. It is not crazy cool arms that he can strap to himself to make him look cooler. Uh, I, I remember at one point that was one of y'all series. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> it's not a mech either. <laughs> it's also not a mech, unfortunately. I want my Gundams. <laughs> if only, if only. No, uh, so it, it, they they explain to us uh, uh, this big tree called the Jewel Tree. So Frankie tells like a story of like, you know, in this faraway land for like hundreds, thousands of years, whatever, there would always be like a civilization, a city, whatever that would go through like war, famine. But every time they would bring it back up, this tree would always remain. So every so often, like a piece of the tree would fall off and then they can like make ships with the wood or whatever. The wood's super expensive. So he thought bought it was just a different type of tree, not like a one specific tree. I thought it was like a bunch of like, like the yes. ones from like the knowledge Sorry. tree. That's what I mean to say. So, yeah, yeah. So the Jewel Tree is a kind of tree and the one that he happened to buy uh, a piece of wood from to was called make, Adam was called Adam that he's going to make the new ship out of. Ah, so we're going biblical now. Where's Eve? Uh, yeah, highly suspected uh, that it's a reference to, you know, the tree of knowledge or in good, good and evil from like, you know, Listen, Genesis. Uh, since Bible we're here, times. I'm just going to say this right now. I We don't know what Eve is, uh, but I think it's where the devil fruits come from. That's my headcanon. I don't even know. But since it's on the paper now, we can talk about it. And I can tell you that because we don't actually know. <laughs> but that's my personal theory. <laughs> that's where the one piece is. That's Eve. just a theory. A Brendan theory. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, why are you do this? No, don't do me like this. All right, anyway, moving on. Series so, uh, are my thing, Brendan. Stay away from my territory. Man, we got so much info here. We can right, even start on, to contribute on. again. Come on. You inter you, inter you interrupted the shit out of Justin Leonard. I, I got oh, one more tree fact. So on top of that part, uh, the this tree reference might also refer to uh, a giant sequoia tree named Adam uh, that's over 200 years old in Sequoia National Park in California. It is, uh, it's a nice tree. What would I read here? The 20th largest giant sequoia tree in the world. Only the 20th? <laughs> Only the 20th. It's a nice tree. Yeah, like Oda was <laughs> so go ahead. Sorry, I'm sorry. I was going to say, Oda was really digging deep for this one. He was looking for a cool name. Adam? Adam is a cool name? I mean, it, you can do, it, it, it refers to so much. You can do so much with it, you know? What if, what if he means Adam, A-T-A-T-O-N? But he's not, but he doesn't. <laughs> There's no science in this show. Nah, Devin, you don't know how wrong you are. Actually, no, yeah. you don't know how wrong you guys are. No, 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 wait, 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 hold on, wait, wait. In these episodes, didn't we uh, talk about Dr. Vegapunk and his, like, scientific advances concerning With devil fruits? With a bullshit magic system. Yeah, well, but, but we did nothing Nothing about it was explained. He, he <laughs> We were just dictated the things that he's done. You can tell... You could tell me Nikola Tesla invented, invented electricity, but it doesn't tell me how he did it. In universe, there are rules. They have wrote their own rules, and they and they're standing by it. And we and have they're all bullshit. Hey, we we <laughs> have been privy to see Prism Stone and how it affects Devil Fruit users. Is it really that far to assume that it has other properties as well? What I wasn't complaining about the stone. Yeah, what do you what do you? You just skipped like eight topics here. Oh, my bad. I thought that's what you guys were fucking bitching about. about Devil Fruits. Pay attention. Oh, and my bad. Dr. Vegapunk and his advancements in, in the One Piece science concerning oh, about Devil how Fruits. he can slather a devil fruit on a sword and fucking make <laughs> Funk Free the sharp sword. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just imagining a blade being sharpened with a banana. <laughs> so there you go, buddy. Just eat eat the devil fruit. There you go. There you go. And we my, got My nothing. biggest question from this too, uh, which is another thing we can semi-talk about, is... Uh, where on earth was Mr. Four and how the fuck did he get access to Lasso the gun dog if Vegapunk was the one that like designed this process? Crocodile had a very mass, you know, network of people. He worked on the Crocodile, a warlord, so you're not too far off there. 
Uh, I guess that's fair. Maybe maybe Crocodile had like a big black market access. Lasso was actually just a failed experiment, so they just they just threw him in the animal shelter anyway, and Mr. Four was just looking for a companion. They threw Lasso away, and then Mr. Four came up and was like, good boy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I knew no. Mr. Four was my favorite for a reason. Dude, Mr. <laughs> Four, all right, you just, <laughs> you went up a level. So Frankie is going to be making the crew a ship. And that's that's the end of that. There's a little bit more. He didn't mention that uh, tr- uh, wood from Adam or the uh, the jewel trees uh, are, I guess, like they just kind of make nigh indestructible ships. But what's more important is that the Odo Jackson, also known as Gold Rogers ship, was made from one of these magical pieces of wood. I've had the blueprints for ages. Now I finally have the wood. All that's left is to make it. So... What I'm saying here is it would be my honor if you'd take my ship and sail the world. So then that does move us into uh, the inevitable uh, arrival of Mr. Garp and and, and co. Uh, and <laughs> this dude drops kind of a lot of knowledge out here, <laughs> like all in one fell swoop. Uh, I guess we should probably start with the, the four emperors. So like they're a thing. Part of me wonders, because of basically the information that they threw, is is that we know that Shanks was apparently on Gold Roger's crew, so that means Buggy was there. And so was Buggy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is confirmed. And we also know that uh, um, Mihawk was on that ship. Maybe a bunch of like uh, the... I don't think Mi- Mihawk, was, Mihawk wasn't on the ship. He just... Shanks and Mihawk fought at some point. No, but they were they were with each other, though. No. 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 Oh, they made it sound like it, it no. like uh, they were like on the same crew. So my my theory goes out the window then. No, Whitebeard was uh was thinking about the duel. He was like, if I could tell these youngsters what I saw that day, they wouldn't believe me. The young ones may forget, but it's still fresh in my mind. No one talks about the old legends anymore these days. But if they'd seen your duel with Hawkeye like I did, they'd be yapping about it till the end of time. <laughs> if I could tell these kids about the day that I watched red-haired Shanks duel with fucking Mihawk, man, their eyes would just be glowing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm also interested to find out more about hockey. Oh. Oh. You mm. caught that, did ya? Do you think I would fucking slip? Yeah, I mean, that was, that was not a very... Uh, it was a very in-your-face reveal. There was no subtlety to hockey. Thank God. The elephant's out of the room. Okay. When I saw the episode, uh, uh, the guy who said it was Jozu, uh, when Jozu just casually name dropped hockey, I froze. I went to our group chat. I was like, fellas, is, is this just like a remastered episode I'm watching? And the, you know, the animators didn't think about this. What do you think I was telling you people? Write down notes, dude. <laughs> Take your notes out because a lot of <laughs> shit gets dropped here. I will tell you guys right now that the entire second half of One Piece is shortly, shortly based on these four episodes. He's not wrong. This sets up like. So much. so much of the it's show. It's actually kind of fascinating. I was gonna, I was gonna also mention that. Believe it or not, you guys are actually privy to the end game bosses of the entire series. So, Whitebeard, Blackbeard, Blackbeard is not a boss. Is he, Blackbeard isn't is he, actually, n- as of right now, he's nothing. Now, that's not saying that he's gonna stay that way, but as of right now, he's technically nothing. He's just kind of another pirate. I don't, he's starting to sound like a whole lot of something. <laughs> well, as as of. As of this moment, we know that there are four emperors. Now, also keep in mind that this is a little bit earlier in the series, so not only were they not really fully fleshed out as an idea or like a character back in these days, uh, the four emperors that we know of are only Whitebeard and Shanks. There are two more of them. Uh, They were not name dropped, and I would not trust the silhouettes given to us uh, to sort of represent them in the backdrop. (laughs) Not even a little bit. (laughs) They changed them, I assume? No, I... (laughs) I didn't even look at the silhouettes, but I, I doubt one of the two. Well, actually, the two remaining should be a lot bigger. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. it's, it's just a wee bit. It's it's a interesting situation to be in. But believe it or we'll not, there, we, eventually. We, we are actually so it, it's interesting. The first half of the Grand Line is set up as like, you know, like the first stage of like the world or whatever. But the real meat and like the craziness of the Grand Line technically happens in the second half, which is what they keep referring to as the new world, which is where the four emperors reside. And I think at one point, even Garp says that, like, if if the one piece exists somewhere, it would probably be somewhere out in the new world or some shit like that. I think that's mentioned one where well, one somewhere in these episodes or something like that. But 
That is in and of itself technically the end game st- status and you made it there after mm-hmm, 300 mm-hmm. episodes <laughs> to think that we're at 300 episodes and we're quote only halfway there but we also know that there's like a billion more episodes after this it's kind of it's kind of like uh the new world is actually what the grand line was explained to us when we first heard about it from the east blue where everyone's like it's a weird un like unregulated sea like everything's fucking crazy out there. and then you get here and you're like it's a little wacky but it's not like insane <laughs> and then you hear about the new world and you're like oh that grand line yeah no, the new world can get kind of zany <laughs> get a little zany for even a lot of crazy standards. shit out there but uh, that's actually, honestly, the, the the wildest thing for me is the introduction of the four emperors, because there's so much to unpack there, <laughs> considering they really are the endgame bosses. I did not expect these things to get dropped so early. Yeah, it was a lot of info dump when I first saw it. And I'm like, ah, there's a lot to like retain. And uh, mm-hmm. some slash a lot of it doesn't really come back or get fleshed out until much later. So you maybe kind of forget about it a little bit. Look, I'll be I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I feel like one of those guys could defeat the entire world, but I'm that's just me. One of those <laughs> you know, just members. Any one of them. Shanks Shanks can also defeat the world if he wanted to. He just he's just lazy. <laughs> he's just lazy. He's just a drunkard, I guess. Shanks scares me. Cause I'm <laughs> oh. like so so like Whitebeard. Uh Whitebeard's OP, whether you recognize that now or you recognize it later, Whitebeard's OP. Mm-hmm, Shanks mm-hmm. is the only guy to scar him. That should say something. That is terrifying. I didn't remember that. Largely, I didn't really know that because I forgot about this episode in that random comment. But I'm like, wait a minute. I know how OP Whitebeard is. Shanks hurt that dude? Mm-hmm, what? Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. but I don't know how OP Whitebeard is. So, gosh. <laughs> you, you'll you'll get there it one day. It is kind of fun to learn that Shanks went from, I don't know, like just a guy we knew to being this mm-hmm, super mm-hmm. important character. Kind of overnight. <laughs> yeah, like he was already an important in a certain regard because he's Luffy's like pseudo father in a sense. Right, like his mentor or whatever. But then you learn in this episode that he he was on Gold Roger's ship with Buggy D. Clown, the future king of the pirates. <laughs> That's mm-hmm, what I'm mm-hmm. saying, dude. <laughs> <laughs> thank he's, you, thank you. he's got the he he's super powerful. He's one of these so called four four emperors. He fought Mihawk. And lived to tell the tale. They fought casually, by the way. I just super casually. Sure. They were like, "You want you want a duel?" I uh, I actually have another like fun little uh, fun fact for you guys. Since this is probably the only time I'm going to be able to bring it up, believe it or not, uh, the four emperors, Shanks being one of them and Whitebeard being the other. Uh, well, we don't know the other two yet, but the four emperors, like the idea of the four emperors were actually the original uh, main antagonist direction that Oda wanted to take the series uh, until he started writing himself into additional stories. And he actually created the seven warlords as more of a backup villain sort of strategy the mini boss yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even except, kidding which is why Oda was Oda was halfway through the mini bosses and no, no no these mini bosses need mini bosses and then those mini bosses need mini bosses mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. shit how did i get a thousand chapters <laughs> <laughs> what year is it again holy shit i've been doing this for 25 years <laughs> when we when we think back to alabaster and, and combating crocodile and recognizing how strong crocodile was and how potent of a villain he was for luffy now put that into perspective of crocodile is just one of seven mini bosses and there are four people who put him in the dirt crocodile's a fucking bitch is what he is (laughs) no don't do this to croc i love crocodile he is incredibly (laughs) strong if you do not know his weakness Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but the minute you find that out you're like chump yeah yeah that's why (laughs) that's why he lives in the desert and not on the sea you know (laughs) Anyway, uh, going back to the four emperors, uh, unless we want to stop somewhere before I move on. Uh, I mean, while we while we're on the four emperors, we might as well just go over all of Shanks and Whitebeard. And I know Devin had a exactly, question yeah, about yeah. Uh, the, the that that word hockey out here. Um, so one thing that was very obvious in, uh, to the audience was that as soon as Shanks appeared and just started like walking up as everyone's like passing the fuck out. And then by name, Josie was like his hockey was like way too strong. Like you guys are you guys are chump shit. Like you'll never handle it out here. <laughs> I assume it's like an aura. I feel like hockey is going to end up being like the power system. It's just a matter yeah. of like the generic uh, super powerful badass char- anime character just their presence alone intimidates 
and causes stress you know i don't think i don't think like but it does have a physical weight on the world because we see the side of the deck just being fucked when he walks by well yes but i i have i'm willing to bet that any character with hockey has that ability Hmm. it's just it's just if you train it enough or if you're more if you're powerful enough i I, I don't know i make your theories we're hearing it just doesn't uh i don't even i don't even really remember where i'm where i'm where i'm going with this all i'm saying (laughs) is that like hockey i don't feel like it's i don't it's kind of weird to describe um i i will peel back the curtain enough to tell you that like hockey uh is very closely related to one's willpower which is another buzzword that uh josu used at one point uh, or maybe it was Marco, I, I forget, uh, where they were like, if your willpower isn't strong enough, like, or his willpower is like way too strong, it's like for- forcing us all or forcing us to like collapse or whatever. That's that's kind of like the buzzword in in hockey. It's so mostly Zora about using hockey then. Hmm. Well, now that's a great question because he summoned the, you know, the six arm style or whatever it was. And we know that's based off of, you know, his wills. Maybe He's that's his angry willpower. Yeah, it's his it's his form of hockey, because I'm assuming, you know, everyone's hockey is going to be different and comes in different forms because, you know. Well, variety. now that's that's the next question is, is is hockey inherently going to be similar from person to person? Or is it going to be like Hunter Hunter rules where everyone kind of gets like <laughs> it's got the properties of gum and bungee? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is also end game stuff. So you got to assume there may be a certain amount of time where we don't even come back to this. I no, feel I, I know. I feel no, that's fine. I'm that's that's why we speculate so that we can forget all about this and in, <laughs> in 300 episodes and, and when then in 300 revealed, episodes you re-listen to this episode and you're like, "Wow, we were dumb." Wow, I can't believe how <laughs> stupid we were. I don't know. I I feel like hockey is fairly innate. Maybe it's something anybody can do with enough training. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I like uh, that or or maybe or maybe you're just super talented and you can do it straight off the rip because fuck you. I don't know. The Jedi. I'll way. peel back the curtain a little bit further. Uh, Be careful. I'm trying. You're bad mm-hmm. at that. So hard. Mm-hmm. You're really bad at that. You're you're really good at throwing the whole curtain open and revealing the entire play <laughs> while they're still setting up. Yeah, he'll he'll throw the curtains completely open. You'll see a quick glimpse of the wizard. He'll close it back and be like, "You saw nothing." <laughs> Garp, is that you? Pay no attention to the wind behind the curtain. His curtains tend to be thin and clear, so I don't know how <laughs> this is supposed to work. Touche. My, my point here is, uh, I'm sure as you've all maybe thought about, whether consciously or unconsciously, uh, the worlds or the One Piece universe is going to need a way to combat Devil Fruits because for all intents and purposes, they're pretty broken compared to just the average individual. So I, I won't, like, ho- hockey's going to be involved in that, obviously. I won't <laughs> dis- divulge in what ways. But What I'm going to tell you is the only way to beat a Logia is to make him just fall to the floor. Like with Shanks' power, <laughs> well, that's that's what I'm going to tell what's, you. <laughs> uh, I well, what's I mean, maybe we'll learn about it eventually, but because we know not, I, I know nothing about it now. Well, what's just what's stopping a devil fruit user from learning hockey and just being more fucking op? Mm, now that's mm, the real yeah, question. The, hockey can't hockey can't combat devil fruit users if devil fruit users can also use hockey. <laughs> Can you? Oh, no. I don't know that, but uh, but you're presenting it as 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 the antithesis of of devil fruits. Well, that's a great question. Maybe maybe hockey is something that only people without devil fruits can even use. You guys are really putting them on the string when they have no knowledge of anything. <laughs> and we love it. This is great. I love it. No, because he's confused. You confuse the man. I like confusing. Don't forget about this in like two weeks. I'm forgetting. I'm erasing it from my memory live. As Sorry, we speak. I just alt forward from my head. What was that? Yeah, right. I think what's most important here is that uh, in their meeting, we learned about Buggy's roots and why uh, he's <laughs> the true future king of the pirates and that all of y'all were putting disrespect on him for too long. I'm glad we finally got here. I feel like Buggy the Clown was like Oda's like, like, first boss I threw in but then like later on he like regretted wasting his potential there where he's like oh I should have used him later on that was too much of a throwaway he's he could have been so much better and now he's like trying really damn hard to reincorporate a villain that we've already <laughs> yeah, but booped now he, now he's equate now he, he all he's done is scale uh monk I almost said monkey. <laughs> no, I almost said monkey D clown. <laughs> it's, it's Luffy's long lost older brother oh besides God, Ace. Dude. 
<laughs> no, uh, but uh, now all we've done is scale buggy against Shanks. They're like they're the same age. They were both on Gold Roger's ship, except one's a warlord and one's a bumbling fucking idiot. <laughs> what? No, one's and, an and by, emperor sorry, of I the said, sea. So, yeah, sorry, I said warlord, didn't I? I meant emperor. Yeah, one's, yeah, yeah. one's a notorious emperor ruling the back half of the of the Grand Line, and the other can barely make it out of East Blue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so question for for these two bums. Do you think that they know where the One Piece is? The emperors. No, no, no. no Buggy, Buggy and, Shanks. and Shanks. Oh. They sailed with Gold Roger, after all. I don't think I'm going to so. go with no. Hmm. Now, what, what, what makes you feel that way? Uh, I feel like Gold Roger, of all people, wouldn't play favorites with something like this. He, he'd, want, he'd want even his former crew to, like, to earn the treasure, whatever it is. Well, but how do you, so mm. how do we feel like he's done that? So you, you think that they've never laid eyes on it or you don't think that he, that they went with him to like drop it off and then we're like, okay, well, if you want to find it, you have to do your own adventure or something. So you don't think that they've ever been to wherever the one piece was rested, I guess. Uh, no, because then they would take it. If they did, anyone in his crew, you know, even like the, 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 the fucking poop deck swabber, swabber would fucking be like, hey, yo, I'm going to go grab that fucking rich treasure i know exactly where it is I, I don't think that he would you know do that i think he wants to inspire his own people to you know go on an adventure he wouldn't tell them just be like haha your payday's you know cut go find it gold roger definitely took a, a ship whether it was his own or just a a dinky rowboat and just and just went he said see you later crew I'm going to go bury my greatest treasuring and then get arrested and die. <laughs> waste, waste, waste your time. Tw- 2002. The worst manager ever will never pay his own crewmates their fees. <laughs> he needs to rather die on that money than pay his employees. Yeah. <laughs> Jokes on you. He, uh, there was too much treasure to put on just a dinghy, so he left it on the ship. And told the rest of the crew that they have to take dinghies and go somewhere else while he goes and hides the treasure. <laughs> you got he just dropped them off at a, at the nearest pirate daycare center and <laughs> said, I'll be right back. And then died. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go out and get milk and uh cigarettes. And cigarettes. <laughs> Channel 4 News, Gold Roger's been executed for this crime. To- <laughs> they're, just, they're just sitting in a bar and their jaws all collectively drop. And, uh, so anyway. All right, so we, we spent a lot of time on this. So we just want to well, get to uh, you past a little bit let, further. Let's, let's, get, uh, let's get the other main topic. So the, one of, the only reason that, that uh, Shanks is even here is because he basically just wanted to tell Whitebeard, listen, I get it. Like uh, Blackbeard did some shit on your crew. Tell Ace not to do it. I'm telling you, it's not worth did it. Did some shit. He murdered his own crewmate. <laughs> he did. He murdered a crewmate. I mean, that's that's more importantly. Uh, Whitebeard establishes that anyone who joins his crew, he sees them as a son. So to have one son kill your other son, I'm just saying, like, if I was a dad, the last thing I would want to do in that situation is have my kid literally go on like a, a death hunt for the kid that killed my other kid maybe i mean do we really know that ace is going to kill blackbeard or do we maybe that's a little bit presumptuous when, when he, when the he, real he mission... said he was gonna he's bring him in he never said he was gonna kill yeah mm-hmm. i i kind of assumed that whitebeard would want that to himself i guess that's fair or at the very least like a way of uh, find a way to like uh not atone wrong word uh punish him internally like in-house right He's like, you get your ass back here and you take no, this No, yeah, spanking. I don't think Ace is out there to assassinate Blackbeard. Ace is there to bring him back alive to Whitebeard so Whitebeard can murk his ass. However, this also, we need to also remember that the person that Blackbeard killed was a member of Ace's particular crew. Like, uh, like, uh, I guess Whitebeard's crew is broken up into like multiple different smaller factions and that one crew member was part of Ace's faction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there is a little bit of a more personal. I, I'll say vendetta for yeah. We, we actually uh, so if we vaguely remember, I'll, I'll even just remind you guys. Uh, the the way that Whitebeard kind of separates his his main crew alliance is in divisions. So Ace was the second division commander, and we actually met the first division commander. It was the blind guy named Marco. He was the guy oh. doing a lot of the talking, wasn't he? Wait, Marco is the first division commander at this point. Yeah, yeah. 
Wow. He was wow. he was the one talking. He's the one who goes like, "Oh, you fucking you newbies better better scram, better scram yeah. before this guy." <laughs> How hype is that? Is like you 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 fellas better go downstairs, you're going to regret it. And then not not 5 seconds later. What do you mean we'll be knocked out? How? Jeez. Don't ask, just go inside. <laughs> Why are you all falling over? I warned you, or I tried to at least. The chumps are like, wait, what are you, what are you talking about? Oh, too late. Bye-bye. <laughs> and there's that one chump who's just like there to the end. He's like, what's happening? What's going At least he was being chill about it. He was like, all right, calm down. Just don't let his willpower like overtake you. Come on. You made it this far, so you're doing better than the rest. <laughs> oh, oh, and there he goes. And he's he's on the ground. Good night. And it's like, don't worry. They're, they're just unconscious. Don't worry about it. We'll wake up when he's gone. <laughs> you up but he's gone <laughs> it'd be that way though unfortunately imagine like you didn't see him coming up and you're just minding you're doing your basic job and all of a sudden you just pass out and you're just like what the fuck happened you think about the chef just trying to cook everybody dinner one of the other nice things about this too is that you know whitebeard's supposed to be old right and it's kind of interesting you know from a plot perspective yeah I, this dude's on fucking permanent dialysis forever it's, inter- <laughs> it's interesting to hear him mention sengoku and garp by name uh, since mm-hmm, they're both mm-hmm. like the oldest members of the Marines or whatever. So you can only imagine that he's had more than his fair share of tussles with those two goons in particular back in the day. <laughs> he's been around the block a couple he, of times. He calls you know? Garp like, like an equal. He's like, you Garp, one of the greats. <sighs> Roger, Garp, Sengoku. There aren't many left who remember the ocean the way it used to be. It's been 22 years. What do you expect? You've made quite a leap since then, haven't you? I remember when you were just an apprentice on Goldie Rogers' ship. And Garp has any, Gar, Garp has decided on his own to not move up in the Navy, surely. But, I mean, I... That's... You think that was his decision? I think he's being held back intentionally because they know his name. Maybe because of the way he acts, he's being held held back by the higher ups. Sure, mm. that's no, I fair think it's enough. Politically, I don't think it's just he's for that. I think he's being held back intentionally because of what Dragon's up to, and they don't trust Garp that, enough. That could also play with a part. The, or with that's what true. he can get access to, it's be better to keep him stuck in permanent, you know, job state than to give him the possibility of getting increase in intelligence so that he could possibly betray the government. They don't want to risk increased intelligence or risk him going to the enemy side. Well, that's what he means. If he gets if he gets the increased intelligence, then he can report it to Dragon. Well, I mean, there there's the intellectual risk, but I think more so where my argument was more so like the fiscal one of like Garb's just OP. Like if you can catch Gold Roger Roger in theory well, he, or almost it, catch it, Gold Roger, he, he can give it He would have done that already. <laughs> If it, if it oh, was right. on a physical basis, then Garp would have done it a long time ago. He's not getting any stronger as he gets older, unless... You say that. You say that. Unless. Unless. You say that. Whitebeard's still alive, so... I'll tell you right now, the old men in the series, don't don't mess with them. Don't mess with the old I men. I mean, that's just shown in anime uh, in general. Yeah, that's shown right? in like, anime in general. <laughs> the, that's like a... That's an old saying, you know, beware the old man... Uh, well, fuck, I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this. It's like, beware the the old man in a in a job where men die young, type shit. Oh. Mm. Mm. That quote, that act, the actual quote sounds a lot more badass. I'm I'm kind of badass, <laughs> and you and you butcher it. I want to hear the full version. That's what I'm saying. There was already spice in there, and you telling me that was the bad Pretty version. Good. Well, you know, speaking of Dragon, though, a little bit earlier, uh, I actually did have kind of a question. So I, I, I know we knew of Dragon based off of like what happened in Logetown, but did we know like his story, like what the deal was other than like beside the part where he's like Luffy's dad? But like, do we know anything about the Revolutionary Army? No. Before this no. point in the story? Is this new to you guys? Yeah. I believe this is brand new. Do they you- teased it back in Alabasta when they had the the, the, the meeting at Mirijoie, whatever the fuck that place is called. Mirijoie. Now, back when Vivi was a kid in her flashback, they had a meeting and the, 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 those people were like, we got to watch out for this dragon dude. He'd become a threat in like 10 years. The revolutionist dragon. This man's beliefs are very dangerous. As world leaders, we should be aware of the threat he poses to our countries. In as little as five or six years, he will likely become a prominent enemy opposed to our interests. I, I love I love this too. What's fucking hilarious is that uh, so none of them really knew uh, about Garp 
uh, or like his relationship with Luffy. Like when he first introduced himself, they were just like, well, what the fuck? You have a Marine for a grandfather. But then when Gart mentions who Luffy's dad is, his dragon, literally everybody in the room is like, what the fuck are you talking about? Dragon. And meanwhile, Luffy was like, I didn't know I had a dad. <laughs> that was so that was so great. What a quote. You go, I didn't I didn't realize I had one of those. What's the deal, you guys? Why is everyone freaking out so much? Are you kidding? You're trying to tell me you've never heard of Dragon before? He's a dangerous man. Like, really dangerous. Uh, before we go further with the Dragon story, I do want to mention one last thing from the Emperor scene. Okay. Um, The sky splitting. Ooh, the sky Whitebeard and Shanks crossing blades uh, split the heavens, if you will. I mean, it's just a cool shot. I mean, honestly, like, I don't even care, like, if it's meant to mean something or not. It's just a cool shot. <laughs> okay, yes, one, it is a cool shot. However, uh, it, it, one, it means it's a testament to how strong they are and equal in that part, I guess. Uh, and I want you to keep it for the other two goons. Uh Keep this in the back of your head for a long time, because uh, sky splitting is a rare occurrence, but always a significant one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Impress- Im- impressing your will onto others and making them pass out is one thing. How about you impress your will onto the clouds, though? Onto God. <laughs> onto God himself. <laughs> but, uh, but going back to the Revolutionary Army, so what I found, another like hilarious gag on the side, though, of all this is like Robin doesn't really understand like everything in the crew or certainly not with luffy but she knows a lot about the world so like at one point uh she was like oh well, wait luffy knows red-haired and then uh nami like told robin she's like yeah yeah that's that's the dude that like gave him the hat like i we, we didn't really know that he was like a big shot pirate and then robin's like didn't know that was a big shot pirate like I don't- <laughs> <laughs> so where the fuck have you guys been you living on a rock star here but then after that she was like um what was it oh after luffy found out who his dad was hold on one second i gotta plug my headphones in i'm sorry i couldn't uh i couldn't uh hear you guys i accidentally unplugged myself i'm back we're back oh i'm here uh what was hilarious is that when luffy was like hearing about dragon or whatever and they're all like freaking out luffy was like what does that even mean like what the fuck do i care but then robin was like hmm how do i put this Luffy looks around at all the people who are baffled and staring and into the void in dismay. And he sees Robin as the only one who hasn't had this reaction. And he goes, Robin, explain. And she's like, I see, that's the thing. I don't know how. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure how I should explain this one. Pirates like us are enemies with the Navy, but we don't usually attack them on our own. But... There is one group that is directly opposing the authority of the world government. The Revolutionary Army. And the man at the head of that group is Dragon. Pirates are the enemies of the government, but we usually don't go out of our way to engage them. Now, Dragon, on the other hand, he fucks. That man goes out of his way to piss off the world government. He does what we just did only always <laughs> <laughs> only for fun long story short uh dragon monkey d dragon is the world's most famous anarchist as far as i'm concerned mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as far as anyone's concerned kind of like a random sidebar it's been itching the back of my head since we you know got reintroduced to kobe and uh helmeppo please bring it bring us back to the to the wholesome ish stuff can we all just agree how quickly and the impression of the what was it the the nine paths or something like that that like like the Lucci six, and them powers. Did. six, yeah, six powers. powers did like how like we we just like completely just like felt I feel like it I'm sorry I'm just rambling it feels like they were completely diminished in their value as soon as I saw Kobe be able to do fucking <laughs> well no <laughs> well. In, in in this instance with Kobe, there are two things to keep in mind. Number one, we, he is not a six powers master. He just so happens to know how to do a baby shave. Uh, and that was the other point is that even his shave, like Luffy was able to be like, bro, I got you. Like, what the fuck is this? Are you, are you kidding me? I just bought like fucking 90 of you it's guys. Still, <laughs> it's still the fact that if he's able to learn it, it really diminishes the value of what that it was. It doesn't diminish before. it, though, because he's been training. I feel like it's supposed to have the opposite effect on you. 
No, it's, you're didn't. supposed you're supposed to go. Oh my God, Kobe Kobe knows shave already. Yeah, he is being trained by one of the greatest Marines that ever existed. And these six powers aren't like us. These aren't like secret arts. Like people know this. Not secret arts, but also hard to master and use. It's not that they're like known to everybody. I do think that they're secret to an extent. I think that there's some of the more valuable asset abilities, but the world government tries to maintain complete control over the distribution and knowledge related to them. Yeah, here Garp goes is like blurb. Here goes all superpowers. Correct. I, I that 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 is that is a personal take that is based on nothing. No, it is not a spoiler of any kind. But I wouldn't go so far as to say this is st- something that like like no Joe Schmo in fucking East Blue is just gonna casually know how to shave. I, I mean, exactly. I don't know. Kuro <laughs> Kuro was there. Uh, I was gonna say what like laughs in Kuro. <laughs> okay <laughs> well that's all right you got me there <laughs> does laugh and curl yeah you know, but he but, couldn't control it he didn't know where he was punching i think this is supposed to like semi reinforce that the six powers are something that is treated very valuably by the marines and if you do find the right teacher and the right pupil then yes you can give these powers to more people and in fact i think even when like they were skirmishing on the bridge back in uh any's lobby a couple of them were even like doing moonwalk i think right no who like the random marine yeah. captains they were they were they didn't show the clouds but they were moonwalking oh i didn't see that i didn't catch on to that. Did they did a lot of things with, the, with those captain marines a lot of them it was, it was sort of a gag but a lot of them took like hits like it would take out a regular marine but they like stood back up and they were supposed to show that they they were above those Marines. They had like skills that not a lot of other people had. Yeah, like uh, I, I can't be 100% sure on Iron Body. I think Iron Body happened too, but like some of these other Marines, like they do know like a bag of tricks related to the six powers, but they're not masters of it like CP9 was. I'll say that like shave is really common, but like I don't personally, I don't remember a whole lot of Iron Body usage out here or there's, anything else. There's really. one specific one that's hilarious. We won't see it for a minute, but I love it. <laughs> And then now Kichi makes a, a quick little reappearance here. He just uh... when I saw this, uh, I freaked. I was like, I don't remember this happening. Oh, I Justin love this does part. not remember this. Justin does not remember this. Well, uh, ju- at Justin's all. an idiot. <laughs> Justin mm-hmm. needs to brush mm-hmm. up. Well, this is my brush up. This is my first rewatch. Time for, time for uh, another hundred episode rewatch. If I do this, you better not give me shit for it. I, I, I never it. gave you shit for it. It was the it was uh, mm-hmm. Brendan Jordy giving you shit for it. Me too. Man. Well, they got Christian's you blessing. Do what, I'm down. You can do whatever no, you want, don't baby. Don't do that. Come on, man. No, shame don't. on you, Justin. Don't do it. Nah, Christian gave me the approval. I'm going in. Why are you just looking for one man's approval? Oh, I didn't need his approval, but it helps enable me, so. Do you see what you did, Christian? You're enabling an addict. <laughs> Fine by me, as long as he doesn't spoil shit afterwards. He's going to. But he's going to. <laughs> I'll see you guys at episode 1,000. Then it's more weeks. content for me, because then I get to yell at him. <laughs> That's fair. Nah, these are facts. But, uh... The conversation between uh, Aokiji and Robin, it, it was short. It was short-lived. I mean, it wasn't It wasn't anything uh, dramatic. It was just Aokiji being like, all right, so like I could take you in right now, but I won't. Just take it easy. It's not like I want to kill you or anything, Baka. So, Saul <laughs> was actually my best friend, but I had to murder him. I actually really like Aokiji's character. He's a really cool guy, right? He's a very, he's a very interesting, uh, more, I guess, on the well-rounded side of the Marines. Obviously, you can look at what he did in Ohara and go, well, that's all of this is extremely questionable. But, you know, then you get kind of the 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 story surrounding it and the way that he feels internally, his own sense of justice has has become the thing with these admirals. And uh, suddenly Aokiji's character becomes a lot more uh, a lot more complex, maybe specifically in this instance, just because it involves Robin and Saul. But everything that he's done up to this point, kind of, I don't know, it, fe- it, it feels it feels like a really solid character. In the end, I don't know if Saul was right. I don't know if what I've done is right or not either. So now, I need you to show me the answer to that question. I intend to. Then live your life with courage and prove that Ohara is still alive. No, I love Aokiji. He's Aokiji seems to be shaping up to be a to pretty a pretty solid character. Most of these Marines are built for you to fucking hate their guts, unless we've been <laughs> unless we've been introduced to them uh, prior, like at like Kobe or Garp or something like that, you or, know, smoker. or a Smoker. Uh, you know the, these these Marines have much more uh, ambiguous, I guess, senses of justice. 
whereas you have the vice admirals that we meet in this arc and then we have the admirals that we're don't know about yet and everyone just kind of seems like a huge asshole but some of these other ones like aokiji they just feel they feel much more well-rounded like they have actual depth to them instead of just ah fuck you fuck you and fuck me for having to deal with this I will say that that's one of that's usually one of One Piece's biggest faults is that sometimes they do well with writing interesting characters and and like a depth worthy antagonist or even just like a not even an antagonist just like another person <coughs> in the universe. Yeah. Yes. But not even Lucci, but like those those vice admirals are a great example. A lot of them they were just kind of like dickhead marines that we're used to in the series time and time again. But then we have far fewer characters like hina smoker garb aokiji we've had four cool marines that actually seem to have like somewhat personality and actually want to do their goddamn jobs and then five from that one island with the prison or with the the donut shaped island who was just wanting to fish oh jonathan yeah, yeah no we love jonathan he's a i forget he's a captain i don't know i don't remember no he was his... a vice admiral was he a vice admiral yeah oh i don't remember anymore. Or commander was he commander Vice Commander, you're asking the wrong person. I don't remember at all. Vice Commander sounds familiar. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look this up actually. Jonathan. No, I got it. I got it. No, well, fuck you. <laughs> was first. Was first. Vice Admiral. Yep. Fuck, he was. he was a Vice Admiral. So he could go toe to toe with Garp. Actually, I think. I, yeah, no, actually, I, I think, think that that does sound familiar. Something we talked about because we 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 definitely would have mentioned how allegedly he's on the same level as Garp, uh, if by title only, like. Well, now you know he's nowhere near level of guard. Right. No, I doubt Jonathan would be able to take him in a fight. But I think that was uh, I think that was pretty much everything, right? Was there uh, was there anything else anyone had like a dying desire to talk about? What do you guys think their bounties are going to be? All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. I was going to bring into this. Oh, all right. So the reason I brought this up now is because we will we will learn about the bounties next week or the next time we record. Yes. So the question is. Who do you think is going to get a bounty and how much of a value change do you think it might be? I think Sanji's definitely getting one because he got his face on the paper. We know that. Uh, I think Usopp's also going to get one. Soga King, you mean? Yeah, Soga King's going to get one. That's right. I, for some reason, I have a feeling that Chopper's not. Or if he does, it's going to be of him in his like Yeti form. <laughs> and so like he's going to be able to walk around anonymously as little cute deer. Okay, I respect that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe. Zoro already has one. Luffy already has one. Not, Robin already has one. So I don't know if Nami's going to get one. That's the thing. I mean, she was the one who was bugging about it the most, honestly. So that either means that she's absolutely getting one or that maybe that'll play into the thank God I'm not going to have one. <laughs> well, she she it didn't seem necessarily like she was bugging out about it. She was just confused as to why everybody was proud that they were going to be getting one. Because Sanji, Sanji's going on about how he can't wait to find out what his bounty is, and Chopper's like, "Oh, I bet I'll get one too." And Nami's like, "What? What? Are, what are you talking about? This isn't a good thing. We're gonna get hunted down by the entire world now because of you, fucks." But hear me out here. What? What if Nami not only gets a bounty, but Sanji doesn't? Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> because of his roguelike nature. <laughs> honestly, I could see that happening. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, I could see it happening, too, because Sanji does a lot more fighting, or excuse me, Nami does a lot more fighting, especially when they're du- they're duking it out with the captains and the, the battleships and stuff. Sanji's nowhere, uh, Sanji's out there, but I don't not Nami's out there kicking ass. Sanji disappears to to go open the gates for a while. So like I don't know, maybe the picture bird was was out and about when Sanji fucked off to go get the 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 lever for the gate or something. <laughs> Who knows? So what do you think the the existing bounties are going to change to be like? Uh for context, we have 100 uh 120 100. 100 on Luffy. That's 100 on Luffy. Uh, We have 60 on Zoro and 79 on Robin. I think Luffy's going to jump to 200. 200? You got a a reason for that number or just just because? Uh, Big face, punch holes and things. He also was a big threat. Yeah, He also makes himself big now. I think, (laughs) nice. Mm -hmm. Double the Luffy, double the bounty. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Except it's more like 
I don't know, quintuple. I could see like Zoro getting up to like a hundred. Yeah, Zoro Zoro probably breaks a hundred K. They they probably raise Robin's bounty. How much do you think they're gonna raise it? Double. Uh I don't know about double, but I think I think uh I think Robin and Zoro break a break a hundred K or hundred million rather. Um it's. I mean, it's hard to pin down numbers past that. Uh, two hundred million might not be far off for for Luffy. I don't Sorry. feel like anybody who doesn't already have a bounty is gonna break a hundred mil, though. Kind of the oh, same really? way. Kind of the same way Zoro ended up with like sixty mil for having for having a fairly large role in Alabast. Like, I, I don't think Sanji or Chopper, if they end up with bounties, end up breaking past that. Okay, so I'll throw out this wild potential prediction so um soga king shot the flag of the world government is it wild to think that he would have uh a bounty like like fairly close to luffy's i think that's wild (laughs) really but but like what if though (laughs) soga king might end up with the highest out of the ones who newly get a bounty for that reason I kind of agree. Maybe he does end up with a hundred mil, actually, as the one who burned down the flag in the first place. It'll be funny if he surpasses Luffy. What well, if he becomes the most, the, the highest bounty on the, the crew? highest bounty? Oh my god! <laughs> what if though? Christian, but what if though? Oh my god! Stop! I don't. <laughs> but what if though? I don't. Stop. Come on, Christian. What if what do you, no? What do you want from me? I want you to not be disappointed when you watch the next episode. <laughs> <sighs> I'm just kidding. Or am I? I trust nothing. <laughs> you, should tr- you should absolutely trust nothing. All right. Well, I mean, I, I think uh, I think that answers both or both mm, those so questions. Go ahead. I don't know if I should say this because all right. So say, there's a bounty. Say. This is a specific bounty that's in the Chopper recap movie, right? Oh. Because I was, I, I'm just looking that up now. Mm-hmm. Is it a spoiler if I tell you guys what that bounty is? Yes. Who is non main character? It, exactly. If I tell you who it's for, that's sort of like a wow. But we probably won't get to that movie for like a minute, and by then we'll pretty much know a lot more. Do we not know this person? We do. We know this person. Well, we already know that they f- they fuck with the Chopper movie because they put Second Gear in it. So all right. So I I guess I'll tell you anyway. There is a bounty. On Panda Man. <laughs> oh. Say it. Say it right know? now. Say his What's name. Is it 69? <laughs> Anybody want to take guesses? Take guesses. Four, I'm going to say... 420 million. 240. And I don't know this either, so I, I get to participate <sighs> no, on 240 this. 240 what? 240,000? 240, 240. 240 mil. Just 240? 240 mil. I'll, I'll go wild. 1 billion. <laughs> 1 berry. <laughs> 1 berry dollar. The bounty is 3,333,333. Three what is with all the threes? Is, is, is there something I'm is missing Panda in his like name? Secretly, like if you like three twice or something, like I'm confused. Like, is I'm it because saying. it looks like panda ears if you look at it sideways? I don't think it has a reason. I think it. I think it upsets me more that it's threes and not even fives or something. All right, next week's uh, three twenty to three twenty four. Uh, the audience will probably not notice a difference, but we will not be recording for a minute. Well, that's the mm-hmm. idea, right? Mm-hmm, they won't. Mm-hmm. They won't notice. <laughs> we have a buffer. They'll never know. Oh, that's a five episode set. Yeah, it is. Did you uh did you skip those baby fillers? Are these skipping fillers? Yeah, this is skipping the fillers. Yeah, yeah, because th- we just watched fifteen or sixteen rather. Yeah, you got you guys missed out on a banger. You guys are gonna miss out on fucking babysitter Zoro. Sounds like we need to make another bet. No, <laughs> no. no, no, no. We don't need that right now. Uh, do uh, we have any quotes? Uh, I do. Uh, yes. Do, do I have any quotes? <laughs> about a quote half the show my, my one of my since i already mentioned the other one where uh you know he he uh, the garp you know blows through the wall and everything like that. so i'm gonna go to this new one which is it's when nami is going through the safe and she finds out that luffy spent all their money on the party damn he sniped me <laughs> what happened to our 100 million berries oh that i already spent it all we needed to buy lots of meat and booze for the party spent it You spent all of my money! Well, everyone was really hungry. (laughs) 
that's that's the roughest beating she's ever given Luffy too. Like yeah. <laughs> he looks look bad. He is awful. Oh my god, dude. And then yeah, I'm, that's all I'm gonna all I'm gonna keep because there's too many. There's so many. Nah, nah. We should say them all. Uh, I'll I'll go and just throw in the only uh the only quote that I feel like uh that we haven't already talked about that 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 was of merit. Uh, how about uh, Kashi mentioning to Usopp, like, hey, bro, like, we're uh, we're heading back to Elbaf because our bosses are, like, clearly still fighting. And if they're going to keep fighting, like, there's no point in us get- getting up with them. While we go to back to Elbaf, do you want to, like, do you want to, like, come with us? And then Usopp for a hot sec was like, shit, maybe maybe i don't know <laughs> i'm not i'm just saying like this this could be this could be it your boy could be going out bad for some fucking reason for a bit wouldn't that be something i doubt it <laughs> you don't believe it i kind of don't well that's fair and i kind of i definitely don't you might be surprised i wrote down a bunch of stuff most we've already talked about <laughs> i mean I, I basically wrote down uh frankie's entire spiel you know, we kind of loosely skipped over it. Uh, the the scenes really, there scenes really cool. Like watching Frankie describe his dream and basically just be mini mini Tom and and mm. get into the spirit of ship writing again. It, it was fun having Kokoro listening in on that conversation too. Yeah, and Yokozuna is there too. Yokozuna's peeking in through the window. <laughs> he wanted to come through the front door, but then he was like, "Ah, yeah, too, he's too fat, too fucking fat." <laughs> Got too big. <laughs> Meanwhile, we have Garb saying "fuck the door" that like, perfectly fit through. Uh, what? There was something else. I had another quote. In the whole. Oh, uh, it, it was uh, basically the beginning of three thirteen when uh, everything settled down. <laughs> uh, Robin and Chopper come back from an excursion where Chopper went to go treat all the Frankie family's wounds and stuff. Such a heavy bag. Please, allow me. <laughs> if you must. I treated the Frankie family's wounds, but I didn't let Robin out of my sight for a single second. Mission complete. <laughs> I already told you, I'm not going anywhere. You promise? You have my word, soldier. And, then he, salute, <laughs> and he salutes Sanji, and Sanji <laughs> salutes back, and he goes, Mission accomplished, sir. <laughs> I don't know what it is about this slide, but it gets me every time I watch this episode. She's like, you have my word, soldier. It's almost like kind of placating. <laughs> yeah, she addresses him joke. as soldier still. And, yeah. uh, I noted that, too, actually. like, I Maybe it's just because it's been a while since she's actually been happy in the show. But uh, she, her her character and the voice actor portraying makes her sound already like a hundred times more lively than she did before, you know? Like even even before this entire arc happened, mm-hmm. she sounds she sounds just immediately happier and more at peace than she ever did since we've seen her. I can't wait for her to start addressing them by name instead of by a job. Will she though? <laughs> Will she ever though? That's the question. All right, my time. Thankfully, Christian didn't snipe me like I thought he would. I got scared. Uh, this was said, I think, when um, Frankie and uh iceberg are just like kind of chilling in the room and frankie sees iceberg working on his blueprints to somehow make water seven float and uh after frankie expresses some doubt iceberg says if you're a man show me some gusto that goddamn gusto yeah and then you get and then you get tyrannosaurus squeaking with gusto right after that (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna make water seven a boat have you forgotten already we grew up watching a man who could make the impossible possible. Now I'm going to do the same. If you're a man, show some gusto. Almost three-time Golden Ham winner right there. Uh, my last quote here is uh, from Whitebeard uh, as his response to Shanks's, uh, I guess, demand. You can't live in this world without a code of conduct. Uh, code of conduct. If Teach doesn't realize that on his own, then it's my responsibility to drill into his thick, thick head. Oh my god, why was that so hard to read? Anyway, Whitebeard OP, can't wait for y'all to see him in action. Go meet good times. Mm-hmm. All right, well... Jordan, uh, you got any quotes? You see that big summary up there? That's my quote. <laughs> That's fair enough. Uh, well, then let's just uh, let's move on. Uh, we'll we'll go on to the Golden Hams. Uh, does anyone have immediate picks? I, I'm Garp. just going to level with you. Yeah, it's it, it's Garp. Like, I mean... <laughs> Garp! I never think about my Golden Hams half the time. It's kind of weird, but yeah, Garp. That's already three. I feel like we don't have to go any further, honestly. Yeah, I mean, 
I'll just say that I I, I kind of came into this not really uh not really having a super strong contender, but thinking about like eighteen different people. Garf was one of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Robin was one of them for just kind of finally letting down her barriers. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Kobe for showing up and being the OG Kobe and bringing back good memories. Yo, wait a minute though. You, you you're you're starting to sway me. though. wait a minute. Can we give it to Kobe? That would that would make okay. No 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 no. I I like Kobe. I I wouldn't be opposed to him getting the ham. But I think it's got to go to Garp. However, we can choose a frame where they're both pictured in it. I'm not swaying. I want Garp. I'm not against the Kobe pick, but it wouldn't feel right. Get out of my face. (laughs) Hemepo from the future. (laughs) Get out of my face. Did you see those sweet ass glasses? Cyberpunk Hemepo. Fucking Blade Runner Hemepo. Don't do this. Don't do this. Tyrannosaurus, but with gusto. (laughs) No, that was a meme. I I like Garp. Okay, cool. All right, moving on. We we have a grab bag. Grab bag this week is uh, recommendations. It's my recommendation. All right, so uh, you know I'm I'm 28 years old, um, and I spent a lot of my younger days uh, watching a lot of cartoons for for you know the better part of my childhood. And uh, there was a show back in the day that was one of my favorites for a really long time uh, called Samurai Jack. And I'm sure oh, that you guys have seen known. it once upon a time. <laughs> little little, little known, known cartoon. The, the American writer is named uh, Gendy uh, Tartakovsky, and I hope I'm saying that correctly. Uh, he's a Russian-American, and he just does divine work. I, I love the shit out of Samurai Jack and a lot of other stuff he's done. He's done, doing a lot of stuff for HBO recently. But his big show that came out, uh, I want to say like a year ago now, uh, was called Primal. Two years, Two years ago. Uh, yeah, two years ago. It was called Primal, and I tell you, man, it is, there's like very little, there's next to no dialogue throughout the entire show, but it's like 12 episode anthology of like this caveman and this dinosaur just doing radical fucking adventures in the middle of prehistoric who the fuck cares and it is gory, <laughs> it is, it is like, it, the sound design is absolutely phenomenal the colors are magnificent i I watched this episode recently where like these giant fucking like gorilla tribes people were like turning themselves into the hulk and it was just the craziest fucking shit of my life i'm halfway through it right now Uh, i took a break just because it could kind of be a little bit a lot sometimes but if you're if you are in the mood for just good fun that has a lot of violence i ain't gonna lie a little bit of violence um very kind of like heartwarming character development for a show with literally next to no dialogue um and like really cool set like set pieces and like you know uh atmosphere design highly recommend primal super fun show halfway through it looking forward to the rest of it that's what i got nice all right well i'm tired i want to go to bed devin do the thing it's 1 a.m only if you guys would like, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Panda Sightings. And if you have any questions you'd like to ask us, send them to pandasightings at gmail.com or even do it on the Twitter. Mm-hmm. We don't really stop you. Do your Ooh. thing. All right. He did it. I'm going to I'm pressing stop now. Stop.